We're going to start recording now. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. There you go. So, Dion, uh, kind of, okay, so so there's the dog days of summer. Does everybody know what that is? It's like the end of summer when it just kind of like, oh, my God, it's still summer, and there's still more summer, and it's just stretching out forever. You know, the dog days of summer. Is there a dog days of winter? I love the dog days of summer. I mean, I don't like it when women say, oh, I love fall. It's my favorite time of year. No, no. All that does is just it just signals the coming of death, the death of plants, the death of trees or dormancy, whatever. Going into this period of dullness and overcast skies and cold and ice on the ground. Dread, dreary. Not cool. Not cool at all, figuratively speaking. Right, right, quite cool, literally speaking. Yeah, so I don't know. Dog days of summer, maybe they're the doldrums of winter. The winter doldrums. Isn't that if that sounds like a thing? I think it is a thing. And, and there is my answer to my question. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure to tune in next week for another show. No, we'll, we'll go a little longer. But I'm um, not a big doldrum fan. I could leave. If there was no more doldrums to be had, I would be perfectly happy with it. Ban the doldrum. You know, you know I like, to a certain extent, the doldrums. I like the dreary. I like the rainy. But I also am self-aware enough to realize that I'm talking myself into it as I'm enjoying it. And if I didn't have to suffer through it, I probably would be just fine without it. Yeah, so, exactly. You know. I'll take the dog days over the doldrums any day. You know, those dog days go on forever. I don't care. I love the dog days. Didn't John Mellencamp sing a song about that? John Cooter Mellencamp? I don't know. What didn't he do, though? When you think of it. So getting back to you, you like the doldrums, you almost have to, just by definition where you live, participate in the doldrums. You have to accept and embrace the doldrums because if you don't, you're going to be hanging from the rafters. You're going (laughs) to hang yourself. You're going to jump off a building with a broomstick sticking out of your mouth and dive headfirst into the pavement. Right, just to feel something before you're out, you, right? You know, it, it's it's tough. Like I, when I moved, I, you know, I, I've been here what like a decade now, so I'm I'm pretty much a local boy, you know, to the to the good old Pacific Northwest. But when I first moved out here, you know, you you know what what you know or what I knew, I should say, uh, about Oregon before I moved out here was the Oregon Ducks, you know, the football team. To be particular, you know, to be you know, mm-hmm. particular. That's I was watching ESPN, Oregon Ducks football. There you go. And the other one was rain. I knew there was rain, but you don't know there's rain until you experience the rain, and you can actually like see the the concrete swell up with rain. You know, yeah, that rain. That's the Pacific Northwest. Oh man, it's it's a t- it's a tough sell, but it's also nice. You know, I'm also I'm an avid indoorsman, so I get a, I get to stay inside and I crank the heat up because I'm getting old and I get cold easier. 
And then once I get, well, I don't know if you're there yet, but once I, I'm, I'm turning into like somebody's grandma. Once I get cold, I'm cold until like March. I, I can't shake. Yeah, it's right down to your bones. It could be 86 degrees in the house, but you have a chill going through your body that yeah. cannot be uh, taken care of. It's it's unbelievable. It's Isn't unbelievable. it though? I hate that. It's it. it, it uh, but, Again, you know, the doldrums. The doldrums, and we're coming out of it soon. It's not really, not at all. What am I talking about? We still got what? We still got most of January. Oh, we got about six months. We got we got February. Uh, we we got. You know what's interesting out here though? The summers are ridiculously dry. You wouldn't guess. So you do warm up a little bit. It never gets. I like it hot. I, I could probably be a desert folk. I think I come from desert folk. I like it hot. It, it never really gets hot enough out here. No. For my liking. But it does get drier, and you do yeah. get a little bit of sun. And, and when I say a little bit of sun, and I didn't know we were going to be talking about the weather, how, how safe you want to play it. You want to talk about the weather for the next 35 minutes? Well, I what that. I can tell you in a nutshell, uh, having been, been to this you know, the Pacific Northwest many, many times, particularly Oregon, Central Oregon, Coastal Oregon, is that it is green and lush during the fall and winter time, and it is dry and burned out in the summertime. Yeah, you, you know, that's one of the culture shocks I had moving out here and not get, you know, moving into a house is that it's completely socially acceptable to let your yard, your lawn go brown. In it the is summer. nature's way. I, have we talked about this before? How, we, it, did. Like, we did. We did. Just the the getting used to that to being like I'm okay with it. You know, I, I'm I'm I don't I'm okay with it. But to know other people are okay with it. But it comes back every year, so that's the thing. If you lived in the desert, like I do, or the high desert, if you let your lawn die here, it's dead forever because we don't get any rain. You, you guys constantly get, you know, even though you go through a little bit of patches, you still have a lot of saturation. There's a big saturation point in the ground. And so grass just doesn't go dead in, in the summertime if you don't water it in Oregon or Washington. It just goes dormant. Yeah, it comes it, back with more water. Here, you don't water your lawn for a week, it's dead. You have weeds growing out of it. It's, it's, it's not a good thing. It's a fire hazard. Oh, that's, you know, uh, I shouldn't left. It is a fire hazard. And um, I, I kept my yard green this year through the brown period, uh, partially because we were really close to some fires. And in my in my brain, I need to do something. I can't just, like, you know, wait this one out yeah, I, might the well, roof. I might as well pour water all over everything right you, you know while, while i'm waiting to see what happens i might as well pour water everywhere so it, but it worked my house didn't burn down it, neither did anybody else's anywhere near me though so you know your audio just got really weird it went from echoey to like st like studio baffles yeah, you just let, let's get, hold on. I'm canning this. What the fuck? Hold on, Dion. Yeah, so we're starting another recording. Something happened, and that's it. And we're not going to revisit all that content that the we world, just talked about for 20 minutes. <laughs> the world, 
the world will never know. Yeah. What what it was we talked about we talked about uh, it, that's going to get uh, never seen by the light of day. I mean, disillusioned, deprogrammed podcast, the lost tapes. <laughs> uh, there are like three or four of those out there. Yeah, you know, we have a bit of a lost library, don't one we? One of them should, one of which should never make it to. Oh, uh, public, public, I believe uh, I believe hearing. that's lost tape numero uno, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. No. Same thing. Know. But you know what? We should do this as a retrospective of shows that won't ever be heard. That would be an interesting angle to take in an episode of this Disillusione Deprogram podcast. I, I kind of like that. Do you remember that one thing that happened that we couldn't talk about that we had to can the whole show because of Dion? That was fun. Oh, yeah, and then remember that other thing that we started talking about? And it was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We're getting a little too that on this, so we better just uh, we better yeah, let it go. Let, let, let's, let's let it go and, you know, let's backtrack a little bit, re-hit that fork in the road and go left that time or right. You know, go, go the way that we didn't go to last time because, boy, do we wind up somewhere odd. Oh, yeah. You know, wow. We took that, le we took that left turn at Albuquerque. Yeah. And we should have went right yeah, Albuquerque. I'll be quirky. Albuquerque. Uh, Albuquerque. The, the, I, I always wanted to be there. I always wanted to visit Albuquerque. To, I don't know if these are the reasons, but two things that stick in my mind. Albuquerque. Uh, Ethel Mertz, Lucy's neighbor. I love mm -hmm. Lucy. From Albuquerque. Right. Okay, okay, I don't know why that sticks in my head. Uh, Bugs Albu Bunny. Okay, Bugs Bunny. I should have took that left turn at Albuquerque. Albuquerque with the Bronx accent, right? You know, and uh, and and um, I'll be quirky uh, from The Simpsons when the isotopes have some clandestine plans there. The Albuquerque, uh, I think they're moving to Albuquerque. The Springfield Isotopes, the baseball team, the Bush yeah. baseball team. Yeah. So so Albuquerque, it's funny. It's like it's like. Albuquerque, uh, like I, 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 it's I hear that word very rarely because Albuquerque. What, what is what is what is that derived from? What's what's the story know. of that? Albuquerque. If you say it right, Albuquerque. You know, Albuquerque barbecue. Is it like a barbecue? Albuquerque. I, I don't know. It's like saying Lincoln. If you say Lincoln, it's Lincoln, not Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln. Lincoln. I don't know. Lincoln. Who made up our language, anyways? Who made up the, the oh, diction? A bunch and of, how uh, did it happen? A bunch of, you know, I happen to know a little bit about that. And I'll tell you that you probably don't want to know it. Yeah, I don't. It's, I don't. I, I know you and I know the material. And I, I just want to know where it all went wrong. The, the, the fulcrum, the point at where it took the left turn at Albuquerque. At Albuquerque, and and for some reason we didn't backtrack, and uh, just kept it, going. It's full steam ahead, borrowing yeah. from here, lending yeah. from there, right. stealing this from those folk, and getting a whole bunch of silent letters, like is, the mass murderers in the in the convertible Cadillac, screaming towards the border in that movie, uh, Devil's Rejects. My 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 special lady friend yesterday picked up a new sweater. And uh, she was showing it off to me, and you know what she says? You, you, you know what she says? No. She says, she says, I like the color. It's salmon. 
Salomon. It's Salomon. Salmon, Salmon. There's, I know there's an L in there, and I know some people are intent yeah. on, on verbalizing it. Salmon. The uh, salmon. Feel free to have that L remain silent or silent. Yeah, this. Yeah, we can't. Will. We got to get off this subject. It's really starting to mess with my OCD. <laughs> this is not this is not a good uh this is not good subject matter uh, I'm, I'm sorry i just i just wanted to say that like, while i'm not a fish person uh, i do believe i'm going to have some salmon for dinner tonight uh, good for you um it should be delicious um i like salmon you know i'm not a fish person but i i, I like a salmon once in a while I, I I don't like it. I don't know what I don't like. I was gonna say I'm I'm one of those weirdos that you know I don't like a fishy fish. Then why are you eating fish? Right. What does that mean exactly? You don't like a yeah. fishy fish. Eat Come fresh on, fish. Man. Fresh right. fish is not fishy. Right. Fresh fish isn't fishy. Nor does it smell fishy. I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. If you're in a fish market and you smell fish, walk right out. Don't buy any fish. Yeah. Right. You're not right. supposed to smell anything in that fish market, wherever it is. You, you're just not supposed to smell anything. But uh, so you smell fish, you go out. Uh, no, it, it should it should be fish. it should be the aroma of the ocean, right? It should be the aroma of the ocean. It should smell like everything, like the ocean smells like, like sand, beach, rocks, uh, crustaceans. It should have a little bit of everything in there. It shouldn't smell like one rotten ammoniatic fish. That's that's interesting you say because I I cite minerality in uh, particularly in my wine. Reviews because there just so happens to be more mineral mineral tendencies in wine than oh, in yeah. cigars. Uh, it's there in cigars too, but with less frequency. And uh, people seem not to uh, understand at times what I mean by minerality. And yeah, lick a rock. Lick a rock. There really it is. Well. Yeah, you just said it really well. Like go to the beach, to the shore, stand on the rocks, take a deep breath in through your nose and mouth just keep all your holes open and breathe in and uh, like that is you got the salt which you could say is a minerality it could act as it, it could lend to the mineral portfolio of a profile and you have the rock and you you have the moistness of the rock that's a that's a key aspect of minerality is a certain amount of moistness because you got to lick the rock you got to saliva up that rock it's got to be moist. People don't like the word moist, but myself, I prefer moist salmon. You know, when you ever go outside, not 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 that you ever would, because like you said before, avid, you're avid indoorsman. Avid indoorsman. You you endure, you enjoy the the indoor arts. I'm a shut in. But if you go outside and it hasn't rained in a few days, it's kind of parched. It's kind of dry out there. Then the rain falls, and oh. then it hits the cement. Mm. And it might hit the rocks in your backyard or whatever. That first smell, that's that has that mineral smell to it, right? Because yeah. it it hits all of it. Then it eventually goes away, turns into something else. But that's one of my favorite smells, actually. When it hasn't rained in a while and it rains, one of my favorite smells. I don't get it much here because it pretty much rains all the know, time, all the time, except in the summer, which isn't really warm enough to be a summer anywhere else in the goddamn world. But and, and anyway, yeah, the minerality is uh, it's important when you're trying to impart what something tastes like. If it's there, like anything else, if it, if something is there, 
in the taste and you're not reporting on it you're being remiss and I don't see a lot of people reporting it particularly in cigars yeah well and it's, it is there it, it is it's there. there but it's 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 a little more subtle and it's hindered by other things that are going on in there um, you know and in heavier like, heavier higher yeah. notes wine doesn't taste like rocks okay it's an association it's it's a subconscious uh, association a subliminal association it's like oh I, well, you know. I had a Chardonnay this weekend that I might as well have been licking driveway gravel yeah you know, well, like okay so that, shiny, again it's an you know, association like right? driveway gravel that it almost looks like there's glass veins in yeah it. DG degenerated yeah, granite is that what it is? Is that what it that 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 that's is there? Why isn't there a rapper named that? Degenerated mm-hmm. granite. That's a pretty good one. That's not bad, right there. Unfortunately, I don't know how you would grossly misspell it. But uh, and anyway, it tasted like that. It tasted like that in the sunshine. Well, like it that. was a strong reminder that that's what it. Oh, tastes right. like. well, it, yeah, it, it when it really just tasted like a little bit of alcohol. Right, what it, what, it, what, it, exactly, what it tasted like was boozy, uh, boozy grape juice. Right, is, is what it tasted like. It tasted like grape juice, but with alcohol content. Mm-hmm. Uh, about, uh, I believe it was like twelve point five percent, to be precise, or ballpark, maybe because I don't. Remember. But, but uh, no, it, white wines fairly mineral. Floral, fruity, but you got to hit that mineral. If you don't hit that mineral, if you don't talk about it, you're not doing your job. And it's talked about in wines, but I'm going to oh, quite a bit. I'm going to stick to my guns. It's it's mineral. What is it? It's tannins, acidity, minerality. Those are yeah. Well, it it also you look at the soil. Some soils are very rocky, Hmm. and it can impart that. I mean, I've I've had wines that have grown next to a uh, what do you call it? Um, what, what are what are those things? No, uh, yeah, you got volcanic. It could taste volcanic. Yeah, no. Um, what what the <laughs> hell is that thing that the koalas oh, eat? To, uh, those leaves. Oh God, bamboo? No, that's a no. Bamboo. What is a koala? Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. So eucalyptus. I drank a wine that grew oh. next to a eucalyptus orchard, or it was lined by eucalyptus, and I'll be damned if I couldn't taste eucalyptus now, now, in you, the wine itself. Right, but did you? Let me ask you, and I'm sure because that's a very distinct flavor. I mean, like Vicks VapoRub, right. you know. But it, did you know before you drank it that that was the case, or were you like, "Wow, this smell, this uh, something is in here"? What is that? Like, I think I think I associated the two eventually. You know, I didn't say, oh, this smells like eucalyptus. Blah, blah, blah. You know, oh, there, there's, a, I knew it, I knew it, there were trees. Why, yes, of course. Intermixed with those vines, I knew it was eucalyptus. I have the greatest palate. No, it didn't happen. Right. It the didn't the, happen the, the eucalyptus trees were on the south side of right. the, the, the plantation, or not plantation, but, yep. we, uh, no, it's, it's, never, it's never a grape plantation. Why isn't it ever considered a grape plantation? There's coffee plantations. There aren't tobacco plantations, I think, but it's never a, never a grape plantation. I, we call them tobacco fields. So, so, but it's not grape fields. It's a vineyard. Right. You, 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 should, you should have tobacco yard. Tobacco yard. No? I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, no, the, those, uh, you know, like when you're presented a wine like that, 
uh, with that kind of um, information. Does it ever strike you? And, I'm pre and, and I've sat through stuff like that before, too, or been privy to stuff like that before, too. Does it ever feel kind of gimmicky to you? What? To be told, like, oh, by the way, this was, this was, these grapes were planted next to eucalyptus trees. And oh, I don't know. I think it's a hook. It's like it's anything, you know. It's a hook, and it's the truth, you would imagine. I mean, yeah. why lie about that? What about, okay, so it maybe... It feels a little gimmicky. Uh, it feels bordering yeah. into gimmicky. It maybe is. somebody's grapes are planted by an In-N-Out burger. That would be interesting. Like a nice, full, greasy body to it. Like a, like a, like a big... Like a big uh, what would that be? I was going to say like a big fruity cab, yeah. but I don't That's know. Great. Yeah, hints, hints of fryer. <laughs> hints of fryer grease. <laughs> Lingering and minimum wage. Notes. I was going to say lingering notes of five fifty an hour or yeah. whatever it is. Now I, I think that I think actually they, they pay their employees point. very well. Do they? That's, oh yeah, you know, they do. I, I, they, you know, that's I, they get important. Like, that's important they, to me. They get like fourteen, fifteen bucks an hour. I mean, these guys, these kids. Okay, I mean, I don't think there's a kid over twenty two in any right. In and Out burger I've ever seen. But those guys bust their ass. I mean, it is. They they just got double-double shooting out of their ass from the time they show up at work till the time they leave. I mean, it is non-stop for those kids. You know, I, I, I was, this is a while ago now, but I was, um, I visited a Five Guys. Mm -hmm. um, and first of all, to get it out of the way, I don't like their hamburgers. I mean, I don't not like them, but... Yeah, they're not my favorite. No, they're far from my favorite, and they have like a certain gr yeah. grainy, grassy taste to them. There's a certain twang that I find in them, yeah. and I think it's the cheese. I think it's the cheese they use. It's not like that creamy American cheese that you use, or it's not like a cheddar. It's got like this, it's like an off flavor. It's not like, like a rancid or a spent flavor. It's just but it's, something. But, but, it, but it's a relative of that. It's, it's, something, it's, it's different. something it's something I can't quite put my finger on because I can't either. come out very hot and I don't want to burn my finger. But it, it, it's there's something I just don't like. It, it it is a little twangy. It is a little like grassy herbaceous to me. Are, are they like fancy grass fed cows? Well, I don't know. I, I mean look, I like if you... I like my cows fed with cows. So it tastes super cowish. Oh. When I when it gets oh, burger, yeah, you're you're just asking for that that hoof and mouth disease. What's that thing mad that people were getting disease. for what mad cow mad, disease mad goes cow right to your brain? It, it makes your brain into Swiss cheese, which is interesting right. because no, no, no. I don't like Swiss cheese on a no. burger. Do you do you remember? Uh, it seems like a while ago, uh, mushroom Swiss burgers. Yeah, the Swiss pasta. mushroom burger. Yeah, never was, liked it. No, it, late seventies, early eighties, not a thing yeah. for me. The, the 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 cheese is wrong. The Swiss cheese is all wrong. It's, it's all, all wrong. Yeah. For for uh, taking nothing. And the mushrooms. Swiss. They fall out everywhere. It's like it's your a messy burger. They yeah. fall out not only through sides but through the holes in the in the freaking Swiss cheese. Yeah, the mushrooms. Right. Where did that come from? Where did it come from, Structur anyways? Structurally, not sound. No, it's you, not. And, and then you have people hopping aboard the mushroom Swiss burger wagon with canned freaking mushrooms. And, oh. and grilling them up, yeah. and basically getting like mushroom jerky from for their efforts. I don't and know. Then, I just th I thought uh, they were slimy, and they just like shot out of the burger. Because you know, then you would like, have to like <laughs> you would throw it on a grill and butter and 
and out of the can, and just a, a terrible and. And, oh. the, and the tangy hard cheese that's not meant to be melted on a burger right. or really probably anything. Where and, did that trend come from? Who started the mushroom Swiss burger? I don't get I, it. I Where did it come know. from? I don't know how it caught on like uh, gangbusters for a little bit there until everybody looked yeah. around and was like, hey, I'm not really enjoying this, are you? Right, right. Yeah, are we supposed to enjoy that? I mean, yeah, it's right. like the newest, latest <laughs> burger fat. I mean, oh, you mean... A burger is actually made without a thousand, you know, without Thousand Island cheese and lettuce and onion. I mean, there there's some other weird alternate you know, universe that puts different things on their burger. Oh, I must try this, the mushroom Swiss burger. And I was just saying, I was just thinking, you're kind of flirting around, dancing around a Reuben, and 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 uh, that's. That is a sandwich where Swiss cheese obviously works on a Reuben. Oh, yeah. But it's a different set of circumstances than a burger and a bun. Right. And you got marbled rye, toasted or not toasted. It's got to be toasted, right? It's got to be toasted at least on one side. Maybe not toasted in a toaster, right. but toasted You got the Thousand Island. You got the sauerkraut. Yeah, and you and have... What is it, pastrami or corned beef? It's corned beef, right? Corn, corned beef. Uh, nowadays, you could use pastrami. I, I, I could tell you uh, if, if you uh, if you ever invite me out for a Reuben and turkey is put on my Reuben and you try to call it something like a white Reuben or something. No, like, no, no. I will no. smack you. There's no such thing. With the I'll, sandwich. I'll get open, a 50-50. Open-faced. open-faced. Yeah. Uh, you know what yeah. a 50-50 is, right? Half, uh, half corned beef, half pastrami. Yeah. Uh, that's you know pastrami is such a money meat. Mm-hmm. You it's can't miss with the pastrami. Such, it's it's such it's it's just money. It's yeah. just money. The, the 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 seasoning is perfect. The and I'm and I know everybody everybody makes theirs differently. Every company makes theirs differently. But there are certain rules. And and that they all seem to follow. So there's a slight deviation, but it's always pastrami. It's always like, oh, you just put pastrami in my mouth. Uh, there's there's people do better pastrami than other than other people do. Because I mean, I've had like that tough, stringy pastrami that you'd get at some place. You're like, what the hell is this? And you, well, that, that a lot of times that's they don't even know how to slice it on a slicer. They're slicing it with the grain instead of against the grain, and they're coming out with shoe leather. Right. You know. I don't get that. Where, where do you go wrong in that pastrami? Do you, is it not <sighs> is it not steamed long enough? Is it not boiled long enough? Is it not braised long enough? I I, I mean what's too long or I like don't a, know. I don't know where you You're the chef. Be, it would be really, yeah, but I'm, I I might look like I run a deli, but I've never really run a deli. A delicatessen as as my people say. Uh, but I, I would say you just got to get a decent cut of meat and pastrami the fuck out of it. Uh, and at that point, I'm using, of course, pastrami as a verb, which is an action word. You like it? You like the thin cut or the or the thick cut? I like my meat in slabs. Dan. Oh, oh, sacrilege! I, I like you know, you this, this is. This has been a uh, a thing of mine for years, like uh, almost my uh, definitely my entire adult life. Because my dad liked his Virginia ham cut razor thin, hand cut, right? Razor. Well, th- th- I could go either way on the on, on the ham aspect, but 
the pastrami or the corned beef, I mean, I've had the sandwiches, obviously, the deli sandwiches that have been thick cut, right? Mm -hmm. The thick cut, maybe like quarter inch. Not oh. a fan of those. Okay, I can eat them, but not a fan because then you're going to get into more of that rubber band. You, you could get a piece of meat that just, it's, it's not going to, you're not going to be able to bite through it. Uh, yeah, you, you, and you, half you, your sandwich is going to come out. It's a bit teeth. risky. It's a yeah. bit risky. I'll give you that. So and, and I the, opt for the thin cut, the thinnest cut you can get. But I, and, and to be clear, and you kind of said it too, ham is a different animal. It is. You know, did there, it, because it is a different right. animal. Well, it's, um, yeah, depending it, it, on, the, uh, on the quality or on the cut, it's a higher cut. You're not going to get into those connective uh, tissue issues. You're not going to have the fat. You know, you'll have the you'll have the right fat issues, but you don't want the wrong fat issues where it just it doesn't come apart. You know. You, you know, I, I I lived close enough to Pittsburgh for a little bit of time, and and I frequent delis. It's 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 what I do. Like if I'm the, it's one of the first places I think to eat. I think like, hey, is there a deli? And that's why living out here kills me because there's really not very many good delicatessens out in the Pacific Northwest, believe it or not. Um, anyway, uh, Pittsburgh likes their ham. First of all, they, they like their ham, like the boiled ham, like just like the loaf of ham. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Just like boiled loaf of ham. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, the, the canned ham. I always want to get the canned ham. My delicious. wife just rails against it. It's delicious. It's I love delicious. it. I love it. But how they do it in Pittsburgh is they chip it. Do you know what mm -hmm. chipping is? Yeah. They chip it, and then they douse it in barbecue sauce. Oh, I love and that. They, oh. And, they, and they make like, and they put it on like a, any type of bread. They're not very picky from what I saw right. about the type of bread. But I can tell you Kaiser rolls do it justice. I was going to say Kaiser onion. Ooh, yeah, yeah, onion roll. Yeah. Onion roll. That would be that would be nice. That would be nice backing up that uh that barbecue, that barbecue sauce. Barbecue with some yeah. onions. Oh yeah. Oh, you're you're onto something there. Even a little bit of the poppy seed action would be nice. But and, and anyway, that is the most fabulously delicious thing ever. And, Sounds and, good. And, and I could eat a dangerous amount. Yeah. People look at me, and I'm a, I'm an I'm almost literally average sized. I'm a little on a light side as far as weight, but I'm I'm like five ten, 100. I think I'm up to like 180 now, you know, because uh, you know it's, I'm inside eating. It's raining. I'm not I'm not walking the dogs as much as I should. But uh, anyway, I could throw down when I want to. I could eat a lot. In it depends for me. Yeah, it depends on the meal, right? It depends on the on for me the the food this the specific food that's set in front of me, whether I'm going to gorge myself or whether I'm just going to have a plate, maybe a little, leave a little bit left, cross the fork and the knife and go, thank you. Politely, yes, right. dispose of it. What, what, what do you do with the napkin, it, with, the, with, with the cloth napkins? What's the protocol for that? Do you fold that up and put it on the plate or do you put it next to the plate? Well, first of all, if there's a lady at the table, you're supposed to wait for the lady to put the napkin on the table. Then you could put yours on the table. The, I, I have a huge pet peeve when I go to a restaurant or I see it. If somebody takes a cloth napkin hmm. and sets it on top of the food, the, the uneaten portion of food that's on the plate drives me nuts. That is a big gauche. And why are you making a mess? 
Why right. isn't that just an unnecessary? Mess? Right. It, it, why be a savage? You know, why? Because that person has got to go pick it up and whatever it's under there, whether it's the gravy, oh, whether it's stopped up in it. Yeah, it's all in there. You know, and and plus, you know, you're gonna it, it, okay. So if you got some beets, it's gonna stain the cloth. All right. Now they got to throw it away. Ugh. It goes into loss or shrinkage for the business. Right, right. Oh, I just, I, I don't know what that is. That's one thing. I mean, there's, look, I, I probably break rules on a uh, on a minute by minute basis. Well, when I eat you food. are. You yeah. know, you're a maverick. But, but you will never catch me putting a cloth napkin on top of a plate that I've just gotten through eating. I, I, it, oh. I want to start smashing windows right now. I just, I, the image in my head and the, the, yeah, the feeling right. that it evokes when I see it. I, 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 feel, I feel like I'm poking a bear over here between the salmon and, uh, and, 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 and the napkin, the cloth napkin. In, in, in the, oh, we didn't talk about the, the salmon. And, uh, wait, was that before the recording? That, that was before. Recording? That was one of the subjects before, but we're not going to revisit it. You would definitely not further than we already did because I forgot that was a previous recording that nobody will ever hear or know the contents of. So, so you know, I got to I, I want to talk a little shop. I want to switch gears here. Speaking about what we're speaking about and what we're not speaking about and how we're handling all this and blah blah blah. I don't know, but. Uh, a couple of months, a few months back, maybe three months back. To, it was more than two months ago, but I don't think, Dion, that it was quite four months ago. I could be mistaken. It was, I want to say, what, what is this? This is January. This is the, what we were just starting the second week of January. So I'm going to say two, no, it was more than two. Oh my God, spit it out. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So. A little bit ago, I started catching audible glimpses of cigar shortage murmurings. And they were all coming from, at the time, uh, the Cigar Authority podcast, Garofalo, that fella, you know. And he was the only one talking about it. And whenever somebody is the only one talking about a thing... I pay a little less credence, you know. Uh, but then I heard a couple other people talking about it, and then I'm looking at my own personal stash, and while I have review cigars, people aren't sending me cigars at the brisk pace they once were. So I have a couple of weeks, at least, of, uh, of review sticks for Kaplowitz Media, but... I have, I've went down from four, I'd say, desktop humidors and, uh, and, and like a tote box, like a, like a, like a huge Tupper door, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, full of overruns by the box to like a small, like a, not even a full Humi broski of stuff to smoke. And, and so A, you like everybody else, you're smoking more. You're you're enjoying more cigars. No, I I I, I beg to differ. B, I don't. B, I I run um, that in. Manufacturers are selling more cigars. Cigar companies are selling more cigars throughout the year. It was a big big year 
for cigar for cigar industry really last year, was. even though even though there was you know a, a, a bit of a pause. Mm. Uh, getting back to it, there, there, uh, everybody was up. It's crazy, and there's shortages uh, going on right now, and uh, it's hard for certain factories to find rollers. They're going to other manufacturers. They're getting paid more. They're getting poached. Uh, pilfered. It's there. There is a not only shortage. Headhunted. Of, yeah. Headhunted. Right. They're getting headhunted. There's a shortage. There's not necessarily a shortage of materials. Um, although we won't fully know until about a year, two, three years from now, because of the two hurricanes that hit Nicaragua. Some people uh, came out better than others. Others, you know, kind of got decimated. Uh, but well, you know, that's. That's down the road. We'll find out. You know, I, I, us uh, we're fine uh, from, from materials that I grab. But getting back to a shortage, uh, there was also that time during the pause of you know in Central America and the Caribbean where they just weren't making cigars. And if you're used to making, you know, a big company, if you're a big company that makes like fifty, seventy-five thousand cigars a day, and then you're 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 not making that many for a couple of weeks, I, I, I mean, it, it puts a kink in the supply chain. You know, well, yeah, and is this COVID stuff? Is co is this another thing? COVID is so. Anyways, I don't know why you keep on bringing up the C word. We were never is supposed it? to talk about it. We're supposed to be a little more, <laughs> I think, evergreen. A little more above it. I think a little more uh, diplomatic about it. Hmm. I'm sorry, I just spit that out. I was I was honestly reading something else on my phone when. Um, so, anyways, yeah, that's that's it. So there are some uh, uh, pains out there with regards to production. So when do we when do we pull out of that, and what pulls us out of that? Well, or do I mean, we it's pull just, out of that? Well, they have to catch up with production. Has to catch up with demand. I mean, there's an incredible demand for cigars in uh, the United States right now. So, so basically, uh, what 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 wine saw cigars are seeing as well, because uh, wine sales have been astro-frickin-nomical, I, I couldn't, I tried to hyphenate that word in a quirky way and it kind of caught up with me, astronomical wine sales in 2020, people staying at home, uh, day drinking, essentially. Right, day drinking, day smoking. Day smoking, day drinking, and, and you know, I, for a while I was up to uh, a steady two cigars a day, and now I, I try to keep it at a cigar a day. I usually have two, to be honest with you. I, I very seldom have three, and I'm answering a question that people always ask. It's one of the most common questions I get is, how many cigars do you smoke in a day? And, and, and I always take that as they don't really care about my smoking habits. They want, they're sizing me up health-wise. Well, he looks kind of healthy. I guess I can smoke well, that. Well, yeah, and that's it. They're, they're trying to determine the, the health versus how many. And, and it's, the, you know, with cigar smoking, it's not like, you know, like I smoke three packs of cigarettes a day or I blah, blah, blah. It's not it. <laughs> you're you're going to die. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's not like the 10-minute fix, okay? I mean, you can have one cigar a day. Sometimes you could have three cigars a day. Sometimes you could have no cigars a day. It, it's Imagine yeah, there is no formula to it. There is no, you know, it's like, oh, after breakfast, I got to have a cigar. And then, you know, uh, with my coffee, I got to have a cigar between uh, uh, breakfast and lunch. And then after lunch, I got to have a cigar. It's not it. People are looking for that. Whenever people ask that question that don't smoke cigars, they're trying to relate it to the habit of cigarettes. And it's simply that there's no correlation. 
and, and, and I was right with you until there are some days that you don't smoke any cigars because, Theon, I'm a cigar guy. When, when, when people ask me what I do, I look at them and I go, cigar guy, I'm a cigar guy. I, I very heavily identify myself as a cigar guy. That being said, I really can't afford to skip a day on the cigar. I need to have different cigars, in fact, for different times, even times when I have no business smoking a cigar, like when I'm mowing my yard. I'm always on the lookout for excellent yard guards because I'm not just some poor schmuck mowing his yard. I'm a cigar guy mowing my yard. Right. So you're talking about earlier that you your your supply is a little light, and it's, it's you get wee, you have the review a, cigars, but you don't. Light. It's a wee right. it's a wee bit light. Have you reached Have you reached out to uh, you know that particular company in Tampa? With their own historical factory. Oh, uh, I have not. Um, I, I've spoke to them in the past. Haven't they reached um, out to you? Yes, they have in the past. I've spoken to them in the past. Um, we decided not to do business myself, uh, Capitalist Media, and and they. Um, and now that they have the Cigar Coop Cigar of the Year. I'm assuming it's a really rough time to try to get a hold of them. They've got to be busy. Oh, yeah. Coop let the cat out of the bag. Why do they need to spread it around now? It's like, okay, we got a, we got a number right. one cigar from a dude right. that runs a blog. Thanks, Thanks Coop. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, you know, n now it's limit two per purchase. <laughs> you go into a store. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You can only have two cigars at a time. Right. You can only Ag buy two cigars. Aggressively enforced. Hey, what are you doing over there? Yeah. Read the sign. And it taps the sign. The maximum two. Mm -hmm. You know. No, it's a. Uh, it, it's weird that those. You know. Let, let, I want to talk about that actually. But first, I'm going to introduce the show if it's okay. Power by Illusione Cigars at IllusioneCigars.com. That's I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N-E Cigars dot C-O-M. Like a Mary, not Nary. Mary. This is the unofficial and unauthorized Disillusione D program podcast. Gentle persons, thank you for tuning in. And make sure to subscribe to the Capitalist Radio portfolio of podcasts wherever you're listening now. Also visit K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z. As always, I am Cab Lewis Media, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Dion Giolito, owner of Illusione Cigars Deep in your mind. IllusioneCigars.com. So did you start the stopwatch? No clue how long we've been going for, if that's what you're asking. But I did want to mention something. Top year-end lists, the 25s, the 10s, the top lists, usually at the end of the year, Kaplowitz Media uh, has historically in the past, both in the past and historically, uh, posted theirs in September. Uh, that is going to change uh, next year. The 2021 cigars of the year are going to look different. And why they're going to look different around capitalist media is I am further disliking the entire idea of cigars of the year, of wines of the year, 
of this of the year, of that of the year. Is it? You know, okay. Why introduce? I don't. I don't. I don't. Competitiveness to this lovely thing. So privileged to do. Right. As a you know brand owner, as a a person who dabbles a little bit in cigars. I mean, look, we all like to be patted on the back. And and let's just say real quick, Illusione is the cigar of the year for Capitalist Media. The range. I know. So. so, so to finish the comment, it's uh, look. We all like to get patted on the back for a job well done, but look, as it's weird because uh, as a person from the position that I'm in, the years go by or the times go by, and it's like I don't, I'm not putting as much weight on those ratings. I mean, personally, how I feel, it's nice to have them, but I'm not. L- I'm not relying on them, right? I don't. And, and and why would you? I don't. Yeah, it's. I dare I say I, I I don't I don't care, or it's maybe I just don't want to care anymore. I think that's what it is. I want to get away from that from that yoke. It's a bit of, of a rating. Poison, it's a bit of a poison pen, if I may. Yeah. Because if you get hooked way into it and it starts meaning a lot to you. When Cigar Coop says you're number one, when Kaplitz Media says you're number one, hell, even when Cigar Aficionado says you're number seven, mm-hmm. it, it, it's there's different levels of how much it matters, but ultimately you get hooked into that and it steers you. It becomes, I would imagine, to guide you, and then you're you're creating craft in the hopes of appearing on somebody's top list. And and is it really worth it? Because I mean, you're my number one cigar of the year. Yeah. Well, look, we all want to be recognized. Did it, did it move? Did it move the sales needle? Did it move the needle? Um, no, probably not. Right. Uh, so, so, what are you really worried about? Are you worried about the nuts and bolts of your business? Or are you worried about an ego stroke when you're focused so hard on, so on, what, on these lists? Yeah, I'm not probably okay. What I find interesting are the guys, the, the 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 brand owners or the manufacturers out there that get all up in arms, that get bent out of shape for somebody either A, not recognizing their product as being in a certain circle of... Everybody thinks they have a number one cigar. Right. Right. Everybody thinks they make... When we've talked about this before, but nobody likes their baby to be called ugly which we've said before, and so right. by not including that cigar in your list, you're, by definition, you're calling that baby ugly. It wasn't pretty enough to make it into the, the list right. of uh, contestants for Miss Universe know. or Miss World. And, and we've talked about this before, too. In, in the world of cigars, new brand owners are always old smokers meaning they've smoked a bunch. And they should really be objective enough to see that they don't have the prettiest baby with, their, with, with what they put out there. We're all, you know, we're all blinded don't make sometimes. Me, don't make me have to... Well, yes, it's part of human condition, but don't make right. me have to tell you what you got. You know, well, and again, it's your gig. It's your that's gig. Right, that's right, the crash test dummy of yeah. the premium cigar industry. Right. You, you know. can put your cigars wherever you want, just like Marvin at Cigar Aficionado can do that, just like Marvin at Wine Spectator. He can position. Right. They can rate 
they can position how they feel they want. Coop can do the same thing. So oh, when people get angry, it's like, why, why are you getting angry? Those are what, that, that's his personal opinion. You know, your opinion and, and, may differ, but it's his and, gig. Leave him and, alone. And yeah, and I'm in full agreement. That's, it's Coop's list. It's my list. It, but also, isn't it a display of our palates? Again, taste is subjective, right? It's subjective, yes, but subjective, like the 84 genders that we are now uh, experiencing, it's a spectrum. Look, it? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go out of my way just because somebody doesn't like one of my cigars and call him a trash palate because he doesn't know what he's oh, talking about. Going, you know, look, I mean, look. even though even though I would feel inside, I would do that. I wouldn't. I step back and I go. You know what? Well, because then who are you talking to, and what right. do you look like? If I'm going to come on here exactly. and say, I don't want to be that guy, and, and say this guy's palate is trash and yeah. his his reviews don't go by them, it, 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 just disregard anything. Yeah, he's got a donkey palate. He's got he's got a he's got a, a goat palate. I whatever the phrase you want to use, it's like right, it, it right, doesn't right. really mean anything. I, 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 I like, enjoy what I like he enjoys. Panda, I like panda palate because it sounds cute on the surface until you realize they only ever eat that one thing, bamboo. Right. You know. So I mean, how good of a palate could that be? I mean, but they're cute as hell. So, anyways, are, yeah. Are, are, panda, are, are pandas sneaky violent? Uh, you know, I don't. Maybe like around mating season, mating time, but I, I can't imagine. I, it's they. They look like they just lay on their backs and eat bamboo all day, and take a nap, and then wake up and eat bamboo, and maybe you know bat around a beach ball that somebody's given them, eat bamboo, and then go back to sleep again. I, it's, but I've never seen one pandas attack. I've never you seen never, that video. Never seen a pissed off panda. No, no. Again, now, like, if I walked up to his baby and I, you know, tried to, you know, play with I, I'm sure I would get the wrath right. of the if, panda. If, if you start wrestling with the baby. Yeah, you no, know, forget like, it. Like, tussling its hair and whatnot, fur. Uh, One swipe know, and he takes your face off. I'm not a, I'm not a zoologist, either professionally or in an amateur sense, but I remember hearing once that, that pandas aren't really bears, but in fact a koala is. And I don't even know what that means or if I heard it right or if I'm misremembering. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, we, should, I also we heard, probably shouldn't talk science. I also heard that koala peel give you, I believe, hepatitis or herpes or chlamydia. 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 Let's move I, away from science. I, I, th I think, so look. Maybe why they're saying that is like because the pandas are an endangered species, and if you walk up to one in in the wild, like everybody likes to take pictures and wants to touch a panda, maybe that is like something that they're getting. Oh, don't touch them because they'll give you chlamydia, a strain that you can never get rid of. And all, oh, I don't want chlamydia. I'm going to stay away from the panda. You know that way. Right. That would make they, a terrible rug. I can't have my house right. full of chlamydia. And, you know, you step back, it gives them time to be in their own environment and populate and uh, do their thing. So, I mean, that's probably like the, the, the animal people getting out in front of it and saying, stay away from the pandas. You have no business being around the pandas. You know, if you do, we're going to make up something really horrible and it's what you're going to get. Right, you're going to get the chlamydia it, from the panda. Right. It, it's like, don't make a funny face. It'll stick that way. You, you yeah. remember when we would, I don't know if right. kids are still told that, but don't, don't make that face. It's going to stick. You remember when we thought faces worked that way? Right. 
like, oh my god, my uh, my eyes are gonna stay crossed and my left eyebrow is gonna stay up. I'm gonna go around looking like a cockeyed Rocky. Rock, well, you know, back you know, in the day of, of what the Rock is cooking that Rock. Well, look in the way yeah. Down. In the dark ages, in the dark ages of of disease and stuff, even though we're probably revisiting in some well, way or I, I form mean, or another. I mean, a, a plague will knock you back a few but you can get, years. Like back then, you always heard a lockjaw. It's like, you know, <laughs> don't put that rusty nail in your mouth. You're going to get lockjaw. Yeah. You know, it's like lockjaw. Yeah. What, 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 first of all, what the hell is lockjaw? I think, I, 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 I think it's what it sounds like, I would imagine. I don't know. Could you imagine that as a what? What would what? What? I I mean I don't know if that's even a thing, but yeah, I remember that. I remember actually one of my old neighbors, my old an old Italian neighbor of mine in Brooklyn, Mary Vitolo. I think Vitolo, Vitola, Vitolo, something, something like that. Vitoli, Vitali, one of those, you know, one of those. But uh, from and, County and, Cork. And, and yes, it's obviously an Irish lassie. Right. But uh, you know, I, I, Irish is one of those uh, accents that I can never pull off. And um, I'm awesome at accents. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna suffer you. Uh, ex- me exhibiting my 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 array of accents. But I wish I could get that Irish lilt, that twinkle in the eye Irish lilt of an accent. You know what I mean? The the impishness of it that all. That rosy whiskey glow. Yeah, no. Like, especially when I'm drinking an Irish whiskey. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great? For a twinkly Irish lilt to come out from underneath me bowler cap. You know? Mm. Well. Ah, if only. But, but 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 Mary Vitolo Vitola, whatever she she was old uh, believe it or not uh, Italian woman Italian American that's weird and, uh, right and and she would always warn us with weird regularity about playing in uh, playing uh, stickball in the, in the street because we were we were going to need to get uh, tetanus shots so we didn't get lockjaw. Um, yeah, and you always you always heard and, that and, and, from, from and the old generation, right? I was going to say, and that's a story I like to tell to make people think I grew up in 1920, right? You know, but stickball remained popular. I don't even know if it's still being played in Brooklyn now. Probably not. I don't know, but um, maybe in yeah. certain areas of certain boroughs. You know, maybe I could see in parts of Queens. You know, uh, parts stickball of, maybe the Bronx. The Bronx, I could see that staying in in vogue. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a I, I think there's world. too many cars in the streets right now. I mean, I, I probably it probably went by way uh, when so yeah. many people started living there and everybody needed a car rather than taking the public transport. Yeah, when the hipsters moved in and they uh, they, they didn't want to take public transportation right. and they realized they couldn't ride their fixie bicycles all over right. the place. Now you're going to get taken out by a Tesla. Oh my God! And, uh, how of all the ways to die, it's 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 both uh, to get run over by, by a battery-powered car is both perfectly understandable because they're so quiet, and also completely emasculating. And yeah, it's a very ignoble way to 
go. How did you meet your end? Well, didn't hear the Tesla coming up behind me uh, while I was on deck. I got yeah. yeah. I got squished by cutting edge technology. Right, right. There's there's video of it if you'd like. Thanks to the fully always running dashboard cam, you could mm-hmm. you could really see. I had no idea what was behind me until it was far too late. Um, ah, it, 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 you know, in fairness though, it doesn't seem like it would hurt very much. I I don't want to sound like a tough guy. You know, I'm not a tough guy. But uh, I, I don't think it would hurt very much. I just don't. I, I don't want to find out. I don't want to find out. Like I said, I'm not a tough guy. This isn't a challenge. You know. I'm. Pr- I'm pretty sure you would be sorely disappointed. <laughs> sorely. Sorely that, disappointed in the literal sense. Right. At, at just the carnage of getting hummed over by by, by a Tesla um, at, at luxurious speeds. And travel. It's, yeah. Have you ever? You, you've sat in a Tesla, haven't you? I would imagine. No. Like a, a, I, I, I've I been got, in a Tesla. I got a couple of buddies that have them. I've never. never yeah, I've uh, one of my buds got a Tesla, and uh, or is privy to a Tesla. I think it was somebody else's Tesla. It was it, it was like kind of like a free range Tesla. I, I don't know what those people do, but um, I climbed in there, and it it's got like a full size monitor front and center. Like like a, like like a thirteen something inch screen front and center, with like all kinds of things you could do on it, including like draw. You could draw and you could you could you could. It, there's it's it, it's a, it's all so much, you know. It's it's all so much, and, and and you're sitting. It's like you're sitting in a sports car, but you're also sitting in a car that doesn't feel like it could. Not only is the zero to sixty isn't impre- not impressive, but it's questionable as to if it feels like you could get up to that sixty, you know. Um, but it, it travels pretty good, and I, I wasn't impressed. It, you know, I, I never liked the fancy. You know, I'd much rather an old pickup truck. You know, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe I'd probably like one like a seventy-eight olds sedan. Oh, those or, or, or my my dad's um, my dad's Delta eighty eight. You remember those? See, I, for years, I for the better part of my life, I would say the better part of my younger life, I drove a seventy three Cadillac Sedan Deville. Mm. Wow! And that was my baby. It's my daily driver. Worked on it every day. Loved it. Huh. That's the ticket. That's the ticket. Loved it. Uh, you could steer it with your pinky. But only if you're wearing a pinky ring. Right. And I and I did. I did, by the way. Yeah, I, you know, I I, I I'm a I'm a plain fella, but I'm also quite garish because man, I love a pinky ring. I don't have one now, but I love the idea of a pinky ring. Uh, on a mustachioed man such as myself, although my beard is now like I, I'm full. I'm full on not caring about myself. I have. I hate having a beard. I have a beard. Yeah, I. Uh, okay, so for those of you not out there, we switched recording platforms and we're back on this other particular platform. And I have video. I can see Cap, but Cap cannot oh, see me. But I can't say that's not even fair. You can't even see me, so I, I'm looking at this grizzled man. 
that in two more weeks, if we put him in the woods in the Pacific Northwest, there could be a Sasquatch sighting. There could be a Yeti sighting. But it would a be a Bigfoot small sighting. one. It would be like a small sinewy. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it, right. It, you it, be, it, it would be like an extra medium foot. Right, right. Like extra medium foot. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be uh, the, uh, the 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 growth stunted Bigfoot. Maybe the Bigfoot that uh, Bigfoot that, Junior. Bigfoot Junior. The Bigfoot that maybe had a a, a romance with uh, uh, some some lady, some human that was living out in a cabin, and you are the product of that. You're half human, half Bigfoot. Yes, which right. Bigfoot is probably half human anyway. So you're like maybe. Three quarters human, one quarter Bigfoot. Right, I'm I'm like a wolf dog, but yeah. the wolf was only a quarter wolf anyway. Right. So they introduced that back into the line, and then that reminds me, I got to walk my German Shepherd, my quote unquote German Shepherd, with an extra little bit of wolfiness in him. Apparently, I I, I took my I, I took him to the vet, and the vet kind of looked at me funny. Like oh, it looks like a German Shepherd, but it kind of also looks if you look at him a little closer. And if you know, like, the gait of a wolf, you, you know, like, and, mm -hmm. and, and if you know what a wolf, uh, what the pads look like, it's an interesting thing. But, yeah, I, I, I could see uh, that's a thing. And I, I apologize, Dion, that you have to look at me. No, it's okay, because I, I could I just click, I could I click on another Jufro. tab. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. I click so on another tab, but I, got I just Jufro. clicked back. Yeah, I see that. I haven't washed my face yet. It's well, you don't really... have the fro quite yet. I mean, it's trying. It's really trying to come out. It's really trying to do it. The, now... Now the beard that is you know it's it's this almost is, give it another two weeks and it'll be spectacular. Then you, you're not, not going to shave it. This is not quite two weeks of growth. So in two weeks, um, yeah, it's it, it's going to be something. But yeah. I'm going to have to hack it down. Ah, but like, see, after that, you've you've actually gotten through that that stage where it's like, oh my god, it's just so annoying. I got to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. If you give it another two weeks, you're going to be oh man. Now I'm a beard farmer. Now I can actually do something with this beard. And now, finally, at long last, I could have a personality. Right. That, that, that's really what I think a lot of these beard guys, in, in lieu of personality, I've just decided to grow my beard out. And, and, and really, how little work is that, Dion? You're, just, you're literally giving yourself less work. To grow yeah. your beard out, you're just you're 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 at the point where you just go, meh. I, I, you know, I, I really. I, I just I, I haven't. This is the most facial hair I've had in quite some time. I don't like facial hair. Uh, I like a certain amount of swarthy stubble. You know, like like a like a maybe like a seven o'clock shadow. Yeah. You know, because like a, a few minutes after shaving, I have a five o'clock shadow. But this is much, and I'm looking Not at like, myself yeah. now. Exactly. Not like the hangover of a day or two, but like the hangover of a week or two. You know, the perpetual hangover beard. Right. The, the, slight, the slight devil may care uh, air of uh, kind of like, uh, what's the, not harried, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuzzy. Not fuzzy. I'm not looking for fuzzy. No, no, no. Okay. Well, the the hair's probably more got the got more fuzz. You're, you're well, probably my, more fuzzy my, on top. My hair is fuzz. I, I, it, it's fuzz. I gotta I gotta hack that hair down you know, almost before I hack. Oh, you know what's you know what's a horrible look? You know what's a horrible look? Uh, shaved head and full beard. It's pretty creepy. 
how do you? It's not, not the creepiest, look? but I mean, oh, there there's some people there. that can pull it off, and there are other people that just like don't do that. Just please, you, it's you, you look like you're you look like you're in a Rob Zombie movie. Well, it's yeah, yeah or or a uh, you need to put one of those fuzzy hats on, and you could be like a Cossack. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you, like, you know, like uh, pre-Russian czar mountain men. Yeah, and and you know, like this all started basically my my beard laziness, sure, not going anywhere, sure. I'm a hermit, sure, shut in, sure. But it started. Um, I grew out my mustache. Like one day, I was just ha- I was just shaving. And I was like, you know, I'm going to leave my mustache. Every once in a while, I like to, I like, I like to, I like to frick around with having a mustache. You know, I like being a mustachioed man. I like being able to refer to myself as a mustachioed man. And a couple of people were like, oh, that actually looks good. I don't want to say that looks good because it's a mustache, but it looks good. And I think what they meant was it looked in keeping. And I think right. what they meant was is I look like I ran a delicatessen. And it, it fits. It fits so within the. Go back there. Right, it fits within the spectrum of cap. Right, right, and and so I don't know if I'm going to free my mustache from my beard or just nuke and pave with. So it. let me ask you: Could you do the pencil mustache? See, my my wife dares me every time. <laughs> like if I get like three or four days going and I get a little bit, uh, and I always threaten, I always threaten to grow the pencil mustache. You know, get the. Uh, the John Waters treatment. The, yeah, nah, that's too creepy. The the Vincent Price. Oh, okay. You know, oh, okay. The Vincent Price okay. pencil mustache. Now, I actually have grown one in the past because it, it's a long. Basically, it was almost like it sounded like yours. It was like kind of like a dare, you know. Yeah, I still the can't problem, bring myself to do it. The problem is, I can't grow. What's that thing in the middle? The divot yeah, on top I, of your upper lip. I can't. There's a name, of course. Um, it's what a Lebray piercing goes. Is yeah. it a Lebray? And anyway, um, I oh no, the Lebray is under over. You know, top lip. I know what you're under talking my about, nose. Right? Can't grow hair right in the middle. So, so you're the perfect candidate. Then you're the perfect terrible. candidate since you can't do that for the Poirot mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you were going to say Fu Manchu. No, I no, no, the Poirot, where it's kind of like big and thick, and then it's tipped, pointing up, but you have that delineation between north and south. You Is have that, that like border. like the classic handlebar mustache? No, it's not. you got to type in Poirot. P-O-I-O-T. No, I know. Poirot, by the way. But. Yeah, he was that investigator, that French investigator, yeah. I think. On, PBS, on NPR, which I never watched. Or PBS. Right. One of those. Right. Oh, you know, I could probably do that. It's like a very dainty handlebar mustache. That's yes. very self. It's very contained yes. along the right. borders of your upper lip. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Very, very anal retentive. Yes, it's it's quite uh, it's quite uh, how do I say it? Closet but anyways, sexual. You're you're at the point now with your beard. Give it another two weeks, you can darn uh, a, a white T-shirt. You could put on some suspenders, some nice pressed blue jeans. <laughs> pressed blue jeans. You know, you could put some product in your hair, and there you go. You got your uh, your neo Pacific Northwest uh, lumberjack look. Wow. There you go. I, the, the flannel shirt has to be the checker plat, pattern flannel shirt. No, no, you don't need. No, this is without no. the flannel. It's with the t-shirt and the suspenders, and I'm you know, you get a nice high and tight. 
and you get the long beard. It's it's and you just have that lumberjack look about you. A big, I'm, wide, fat uh, 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 things. What what did I just say? The big suspenders. Wide, fat things. Suspenders. The big, yeah, the wide you know, suspenders. I'm, I'm, the, the last time I wore suspenders, it was when I was way too far into a certain punk scene, and they were called braces. I, I've never had uh, like the 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 lumberjack suspender experience. Like oh, I, well, like you know all, that mod look, you, you know, like that mod look with the right. you know, oi kind of shit. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, a yeah. uh, not the Mark and Mindy suspenders. No, well, no, maybe no, you could I do, do the Mark and Mindy. But, uh, you know what? I like the suspenders that are, are yellow and they have like the inches hash marked out. It they look like a, they look like a ruler. You, you, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, like right, right. That's a look. Yeah. That's all. I, I I wouldn't want to misrepresent myself as wearing too much of a rainbow motif, 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 because it's not like I'm do, I don't appreciate the LGBT movement. Yeah, the big yellow suspenders, the big know. brown suspenders. I they, they, they got to be wide though. I think that would be They're great. That'd wide. be a good look for you. It would be good. And 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 uh, I know people out there are wondering. And uh, yes, I will be also wearing a belt because I love the look of a man in a belt. And suspenders. That's like overkill, man. More, there's nothing more cautious. Yeah. There's there's nothing more cautious than that. Because you, you know that that, that guy want, does not make a mistake. Right. You want to support the trousers, but you don't want the trousers to ride too high, because that look is just as bad as if the trousers ride too low. They got to be just right. I, I would say it's worse because it's even it's it's out of vogue right now. That that yeah. that back to I love Lucy. I love Lucy. The Fred Mertz, not the right. Apple Mertz. From Albuquerque, yep. which I don't just, know if we talked about on this show or we canned yeah. it, and it'll never hear the light of day. I have no idea exactly where we started, where we stopped, and what time it is now, and how long we've been running. But uh, yeah, you don't want to look like Fred Mertz. No, you don't. You don't want those. You don't want those trousers being pulled so far up that they are now touching the bottom of your belly button. That's pretty much. How uncomfortable was that? Like, aren't you insanely aware of your pants all the time? Like yeah, I feel like you weren't wearing anything at all, you know, because they were pleated back then too, right? They were pleated, true. They're kind really of high, they're kind of like, and they're loose. They were quite bad. Oh yeah, very so loose. They, it's it's almost like you're wearing a dress in a way, like just oh. like the bottom side, the bottom end of a dress. Oh yeah, I, just, I, I I I'm I'm starting to experience the feeling of what that would feel like, and I can tell you that is not a good feeling, even you though know, I've well, never worn them. I can tell. I've, I've, I've never worn them before. But it would never be a I've, good feeling. I always wanted to. I always wanted before. Before I shuffle off to Buffalo, cosmically speaking, before the before my the end of days, before my personal apocalypse, before Dion, before I cross that rainbow bridge, I want to own and wear a zoot suit. Oh God, no! Before you depart dimensions. Before I have to <laughs> depart or shift dimensions. You depart dimensions. Oh man! No, I would like no. a zoot suit. No, Please. don't. You know what? I could not. I mean, even, I was not a fan of that zoot suit. Uh, uh, little revisit that we had. Oh, the about Bri uh, Bri Bri Brian Brian Seitzer? No, no, he was a different thing. Okay, he was oh, he was I more. 
Yeah, but I mean, when it got into the big bands and the multi-horn units, and you know, the the, the showman and the girls, you know, what what what's that that song, Zoot Suit Riot? That pretty Zoot much Riot, Riot. forget yeah, it. I mean, do you take all of those guys and put them in a container? Shark, like right at that moment when that song got radio time, the shark she was a jumped. Oh yeah, yeah. Fonzie already jumped that shark. Right, just wearing his leathers. Yeah, it was it was right after the big it was right after the big ska movement again that came around, or maybe it was before, maybe it was like no, it in, was, in tandem. I think it was in tandem geographically. Alongside, like like I think different geographics. That that's when I missed both of those, and like the the Sublime thing. I wasn't aware of Sublime until Sublime was done, essentially, and that was part of that movement. I was still knee deep in Beastie Boys. Yeah, I was... at, 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 at about that time. Yeah, and, there's and a course, and, and of course that time was time to get ill, to put a fine point on that point in time when it was time to get ill. Yeah. But uh, music is fun until it's not. Right. But uh, until, happened, yeah, music is great until you put on a zoot suit. You, the, the <laughs> <laughs> Do not come into my world if you're what wearing. Were the, cherry, the cherry poppy da- pop and daddies? Yeah, those that? were another one of those. Yeah, they're local to me. I think like one or two of the cherry pop and daddies lives in town here. Yeah, good for you. Good. Yeah, it's a claim to fame. Yeah, you guys can go go to the uh, the 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 soda fountain and sit there and have a, a an egg. Uh, what do they call those? An egg spritzer. Spritzer, spritzer. Uh, no, an, an egg cream. No, an, an egg cream. The, the you can spritzer. have an egg cream and put spritzer on some the, uh, Nat King Cole on the jukebox. Spritzer is another uh, word. A white wine spritzer. spritzer. I was thinking when, seltzer. When, no, I know when, Ned, when, when, when Ned Flanders on The Simpsons finally lets his hair down and gets right. drunk with spritzer, Homer. Spritzer, spritzer, spritzer. I'll have the white wine spritzer, right. spritzer, spritzer. Classic. Now you can go have a, a, a chocolate seltzer at the at the uh, five and dime with and your uh, with your cherry pop and daddy at, buddies at, at the Woolworths. Yeah, at the Woolworths. The yeah, the dinette. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll listen to not their music because yeah, yeah. you know I, again my my musical taste is, I like bad music I, I, and I'm fully self aware I like bad music but not that kind of bad music. I like yeah. music that doesn't that understands it's bad music. Right. Oh yeah, um, me too. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of of difficult listening. Oh yes, that's an excellent way of putting it. And speaking of difficult listening, I think we've given them enough, Dion. I think so. Catch you later. Yeah. Amazing. I I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. <laughs>